Hello and welcome to the Football Unites podcast with me, your host Josh. First off, I want to thank everyone that's listened to the previous two episodes. It means so much to me that people are listening to what I've put out there, so it means so much, so thank you straight off the bat. This episode and the next few moving forward are something a little bit different. It's something that I've been thinking about and want to try and get across, so this is it. I'm going to make a little mini-series of transfers and basically, the whole gist of that is I will put myself in the position of a football director or a manager and I will construct my th- top three transfers for any given team that I decide to do. The first half in this episode will be my beloved Birmingham City. I'll also put down a transfer that I would avoid from the links that I've seen so far, um, purely based on my opinion on the player or the style of play or how that player would handle that move and i'll give reasons for everything um, so sit back relax and enjoy this is the football lights podcast episode three transfers starting off with birmingham city so let's get started my number one target for birmingham city this close season would be Dion sanderson any blues fan worth his soul will acknowledge how pivotal Sanderson has been for us for two seasons, really. Uh, two loan moves uh, to the club. Um, we pretty much struggled, I would say, last season. Season after the one we just finished, when he went to QPR. Um, he's a big player for us. He, I would go out as far to say Mr. Reliable. Um, 31 games this season. An average uh, sofa score rating of 6.84. Two goals to add to that. Um, one assist but for a centre half he's he's defending is exactly what we need 8 clean sheets to his name this season uh, tackles per game 1.6 he's just a very very good defender that will only grow with the club now if we can get a deal together as I say because of our tra- takeover and our club situation I don't know how much money is available but I think certain players could allow us to be a bit flexible to a realistic point. I can't see us spending millions across the window, let alone on one player, but I could see potentially a deal a bit like we did with Chung last summer, uh, where it's deferred potentially or based on appearances or achievements, whatnot. There's a lot of trickery we could potentially do, but this all hinges on the Shelby company uh, taking over, which we all believe will is a case of when not if nowadays um so yeah i do believe sanderson could be and should be our number one target he organizes defense very well considering his age the lack of defenders that we have also points to the need to have someone of his standard coming back in i also feel that trusty might be a bridge too far now with the rumors that i've seen here and there it's a toss-up between Trusty and Sanderson for me for being our number one target this window. And if either were able to come, I'd be over the moon. If both will be able to come, it would be by far the best transfer window we've had for a good number of years. If we could potentially, if the stars align to have Austin Trusty and Dion Sanderson as our defensive pairing for next season, we would be... It'd be a good base to work from. Your, your spine is starting to take shape. Um, so I'll give a few more reasons why 
I have picked Sanderson for my um, main transfer target. I just feel like he passes the eye test. That's the biggest thing for him. Defending is, obviously, it's an art in itself. But Blues, over the years, have had some very good centre-backs that have lived in folklore for a number of years. First popped into my mind, first real defender that I could get behind as a as a young Birmingham City fan was Darren Purse. He was he was a, as reliable as, as, as they come. He was very hard-working, cracking penalty taker, and was just all-round good bloke to have around the, the squad and didn't really make that many mistakes. And I feel like Sanderson could become that for Blues, and I feel like he gets Blues. That's the, the, the take I always see on social media. Sanderson just gets Blues, gets Blues fans, Blues culture. And these are the type of players we need to pick them up now because in two, three years' time, he could either take us to where we want to be or we could be sold to allow this whole process to start all over again. Blues need to be better in the window. We need to take a leap out of Brighton's book, out of Brentford's book, and just be proactive in our transfer dealings. We need to be thinking about the short-term, medium-term and long-term, not just patching holes, not just putting stickers over gaping wounds. We need to be making concise and well-thought-out plans. And I do hope this is the season where we start seeing this take shape. You can't really blame the people in control of the transfers because the people above them previously have next to no interest. I would like to believe with this takeover happening, that whole disregard will be vanished. It will be wiped away and we'll start seeing some some thought process in the window and some clear understanding of styles of play and target one down to five potentially that's what I would like to see from the club but if I was in control my first position and first slot would be Dion Sanderson so my target number two for Birmingham City now this isn't going to be shocking for many Blues fans my number two target will be Christian Bielik um, it's not going to blow minds he was on loan with us last season uh, very much a stalwart of our midfield. Um, I think his injury record before coming to Blues was a worry. It's probably why other clubs didn't look to make the jump last season to take him on loan from Derby or even buy him. But I think we've come into the club with the idea of wanting to make the Poland uh, national team for the World Cup. I think he's put a lot of things into place to allow him to grow as a player. He's definitely shown form for Blues. He's had up and down. I think he would even acknowledge that himself. But when it comes to his injury record, I think he's been very good for Blues. I think it's probably his best season uh, on record for injuries. And yeah, I just don't see a negative with the deal. I think he gets the club. He's, you know, it's his second time here. He was on loan um, from Arsenal back in 2017 and did very well for us but was more like a centre-half then he's developed his game now into a, a very good holding midfielder and at 25 years old I can't see a negative with this deal I think he gives us something that we obviously don't have we're down to the bare bones with players leaving at the end of the season and if the deal's right and the figures that have been banded around 
to me, seemed very palatable. It just seemed like a win-win for me. It, I don't see a negative with this deal. Yes, some fans will probably say it's a little bit short-sighted. It's a little bit... Well, we kind of expected it. But with how the club has been run in the transfer market for a number of years, I feel like this is a very smart deal. His sofa score rating uh, for Birmingham this season is 6.89. He's very steady. He's made me a hell of a lot of money this season on yellow cards. He's always good for yellow card, but I also think that that's part of his game that you'll never get rid of. He's got 13 yellows this season. Um, but that's just his style, and we need that. I think every team needs someone that's going to put their foot in, break it up, and really just be a steady eddy. If I look at his stats, errors that led to a shot, one. All season. Errors that led to a goal, zero. Penalties committed, zero. Tackles per game, 1.9. Possession, one in the final third, 0.5 um, per game. Dribbles per game, 1.2. It's very steady. Um, he's got one, one assist um, all season. That's a little bit... Could do with working that a bit more, but... I think the way he was set up to play this season was very much of a defensive mindset and, you know, breaking lines and then giving it to somebody else that can do a bit more. If we're able to get a midfield that's more fluid, he might have a chance of actually discovering more of an attacking threat with one goal uh, this season and one assist. That's where I think his game needs to improve upon, but I do think he'd be a solid, solid transfer for Birmingham City. And I, for one would love to see that in the real world as well as within this sort of framework that I'm doing. So yeah, it's not shocking. It's not out of the ordinary. It's just a bloody good transfer if the deal is right. So my third and final target, if I was Birmingham City Manager, would be Sam Smith. Now, I'm not talking about the singer that's been in the media for all the wrong reasons for his life choices no I'm talking about Sam Smith the Cambridge United striker the reason why I'd pick Sam Smith is because he's versatile and Birmingham City are crying out for versatility next season we need options across the board for different roles because we've got so many positions that need filling basically so last season he was able to complete 46 games for Cambridge last season 10 of them were as a right winger and the rest were as a leading striker. So with that in mind, Birmingham City have been guilty of the past of having a shoestring squad out of necessity, finances, mismanagement, everything else. Having a player that is able to play two positions will always help that club. It helps many clubs, but I think with Blues, if we're able to have someone that can do two roles... If their form is a little bit patchy in one role, you can put them in another role. You've always got another option for that player. And I feel like with this type of player, yes, he's raw, he's young, he's 25. He's played in um, League One last season. And I just feel like, obviously, the two players that I've already mentioned, as well as Sam Smith as well, are all three agents. We don't know what the transfer potential is going to be with Birmingham City this season with the takeover that's... Um, in the running uh, to be completed just before um, the start of the season, as well as FFP that always hangs over our head because of mismanagement in the past. I feel like 
having him as the third target highlights the trajectory of where this club needs to go to. It highlights buy them cheap, progression, and then with a view to sell. When you're picking up someone from League One, my thoughts always are, why? What is the reason to pick them up? Is the form there? Well, yeah, he scored enough goals for that to be considered a informed player. The fee itself is not going to be very high because he's a free agent. His contract demands will be palatable for a club like Blues. And he's in form. He scored 13 goals that season. He played in two different roles. For me, it's a win-win. The fans will give him you know, enough time to grow into the role. They know it's a step up. I just can't see a negative with this one. I feel like he would be a perfect person to come into the club as we're transitioning. And you never know, could he replicate the goals that he scored in League One in the Championship? Even if he scored half of what he's scored in League One, that is a bloody good move for someone as a free transfer. So my third and final pick for Birmingham City would be Sam Smith. Nope. Now, this is the part where I tell you the player that I would avoid. And this player has been linked with, with Blues by fans, mainly. Mainly more than press. He's played for Blues before. Um, and it won't surprise some Blues fans, but some it will. My player that I would avoid would be Lyle Taylor. I think Lyle Taylor, he's good at what he does. But he's the wrong side of 30. If it was five, six years ago, yeah, not not a question because I think he's got that bastard about him which Blues have always loved. We've loved the bastard, doesn't matter where they play. Um, throughout my life following Blues, some of the best bastards we've ever had are, you know, Darren Purse, Martin Granger. <laughs> um, I'd even go Martin O'Connor was a bit of a bastard. Jeff Horsfield, you know, we've had we've had our fair share of bastards, but with a bit of quality as well. Let's not discount them players are just being brutes. They've they've had a bit, you know. I can even add Tommy Mooney to that, you know, was a bit of a bastard but could play. I feel like he's too far the wrong end. He he him coming to blues now is what blues have done in the past with the mistakes you've made in the transfer window by giving players that are too old or too close to not being at the level, a good contract, and that's been a massive mistake for Blues. I'd much rather see us go and get two or three younger players that are raw, but have the ingredients to grow, than take a player that we kind of know what we're going to get. There is minimal growth, and from all accounts, didn't really gel the dressing room together as I think they expected from the loan when he was playing on the bow yeah so yeah I've seen the link from fans more than anything he's a free agent now for me I would avoid 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 don't think he's the right person I feel like he's too reminiscent of Windows past and for me it would be an absolute no-go now this is my wild card pick and it is a wild card because I have no sort of background or even seen a link or anything. But I feel like this is a type of deal that Blues have done in the past. Uh, and this is why I've picked it. My wild card is Tom Davies from Everton. Now, I don't know how people feel about this. I don't know his contract value. I don't know what he would demand. But I feel like he's a type of player that Blues in the past would have picked up. He's clearly gone stagnant at Everton. He's still a young lad. 
he's got skill. He's got a, he's a very good player, but I feel like he's been let down by the constant changing at Everton, which is very similar to Blues, unfortunately. But they're in the Prem, and the money that they've wasted is a little bit similar to the way we've wasted it. But in the Championship, I feel like he could be a player that needs a move. He needs to get away from from Everton. He needs to get away from the goldfish bowl of of that club. And I feel like a drop down to the Championship for the right club in the right setup could work and I feel like with the rebuild that's going on at Blues and with the takeover that's in the offing and the people that are coming in I feel like picking someone up like him now would accelerate our transfer dealings a couple of years but I also think if the willingness on both sides is there it could really work and obviously this is all hypothetical this is what I would at least try to do and I feel like the way he plays, dropping down in the championship, I think he would be an exquisite player. I think he really would. I think he would set it alight. If it would be doable, would be a different thing. And obviously, you know, he's a free agent at the moment. I've heard nothing about where his contract situation is going to go. And I think with Everton staying up, it probably means he might actually stay at Everton. And, and if he does, fair play to him and, and good luck to him because when he burst onto the scene for Everton, I, I was enthralled in, in, in by him. I thought he, you know, he did look good, but it just feel like it has gone a bit stagnant for him. And it does give me a little bit like of what Blues have been like in the past. We have picked up players that hasn't worked at other clubs and it's worked for us. You know, I remember us picking up Darren Anderton on a pay as you play and he, he did all right. You know, in recent years, we picked up uh, Ravel Morrison and, you know, Blues fans loved him. Uh, he really did well for us and I wish we had kept him really. Uh, he, he was a type of player to get bums off seats. Now, I don't think Tom Davis is that player, but I do think that he could, if he gets a move where he's away from, you know, Everton, and the pressure of that club and a drop down to the championship would do him a world of good and I think if he does it this season now and takes the the drop down I feel like in two, three years time he could be a fully fledged acceptable Premier player he could definitely be a Premier player if his next move is the right one and, and for me if I was Eustace and Birmingham I would definitely be asking the question of would you be considered you know dropping down and and playing for us for a bit and that's why he's a wild card because there's no sort of background there's not even a link but I just feel like of all the players that are free agents at the moment I feel like he stands out his age his ability and the idea of maybe wanting to restart his career and having that little bit of a, a fire under him because you know any Everton fan will tell you it's been a bit like Blues fans it's been a hard slug and coming out of there and, and having a new challenge where the spotlight probably won't be on him you know anywhere near as much might be the way you know so yeah my my wild card for this section would be Tom Davies to Blues and that's it they are my transfers for Birmingham City. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, I really do appreciate the support that I've been given so far. I will be back with other clubs with a hopefully a bit more to go on. But yeah, let's enjoy the close season because the season will be back around again before we know it. So this has been the Football Unites podcast. I always like to end every podcast with a little goodwill and a good news story. And mine this week is 
Rob Edwards' post-match interview after winning the playoff final. Give it a watch. That's all I need to say. I really like Rob, Rob Edwards, and I think he's going to be a cracking manager. Some more power to him. This is the Football Nice Podcast. I've been your host, Josh. Thank you, and keep right up.